throughout Hashem's onslaught of Paro and the Mitzrayim, the Egyptians, with the Eser Makos, the ten Makos, or the ten plagues that Hashem performed against Egypt before the eyes of the Bnei Israel, the Chumash quite often proceeds to tell us about the reactions of the recipients to those Makos, whether it's Paro, whether it's his necromancers, whether it's his subjects. The Chumash tells us how exactly they were feeling about the Makos that they were receiving. However, when it came to Makas Barad, the Chumash interestingly tells us about two classes of people, how they responded, not to the plague, but even before the plague struck, how they responded to the warning of the plague. In Parakhtas Pasachof, the Chumash begins, Hayoreis Devar Hashem, Meavdei Paro, those who feared the word of God from the subjects of Paro, they rushed their servants and their livestock into the houses. And in Pasach of Aleph, the other group, the ones that did not place their hearts to the word of God, so they ultimately abandoned and left their servants and their livestock out in the fields. So on the one hand, you have the group of people that feared God, and all of a sudden, at that point, they were finally woken up, and they brought their animals inside. And then the other class of people who clearly didn't fear God, and so they continued to be stubborn, and they left all of their belongings outside. But my brother, Rav Mendy, points out, look closely at the Pasuk. There seems to be a lack of consistency, a lack of parallelism in the Psukim. Because on the one hand, the first class, again, the Pasuk says, Hayoreis Devar Hashem, the ones who feared the word of God. You would expect that the second class is the class that was not fearing the word of God. So the, the group that feared the word of God, the group that didn't fear the word of God. That's not what the second group is described as. So that the second group, once again, Va'asher lo sam devar Hashem, the one that did not place their heart to the word of God the one that seemingly did not take the word of God to heart. So what exactly does that mean? Why does the Chumash present these two groups with this seeming lack of parallelism, this lack of consistency? Why does it describe these two groups this way? The answer to this question, I think, has major implications about what it means to have Yeras Hashem. If you look really closely in Mesiyos Yisharim, in the, Rams, in the Ramchal's chapter on Mafsidei Hazihirus, this is Perak Hay, the fifth chapter in the Mesiyos Yisharim, the things which detract from the Midah of Zihirus, mindfulness, carefulness, all the ideas of Sur Meirah, what it means to have Yeras Hashem. So what detracts from Zihirus? What makes a person so stubborn? So he brings up the concept of late sonus of cynicism, skepticism, being snarky and complacent. And listen to how the Ramchal describes what this Mida does. He says, What is so bad about late sonos and schok and levity and cynicism? He says the whole Mida of Zahirus 
depends on simas lev al hadavar, placing your heart on the matter, taking a matter to heart. Kain kolatzmo shel aschok eno ela meiser halev min amachashavos hayisharos v'hayunos. The whole concept of schok levity is that it it removes from the heart. The machshavos hayisharos, the important thoughts that you're supposed to have. V'nimsa shaloya vohihure hayira belibo klal. And what happens? The thoughts of yira are prevented from reaching your heart. V'sira kishi halatzon. It continues the Ramchal. See the the harshness of of latzon of leitzonus. What does it do? V'hashchasaso haraba. How damaging it is. Kimo hamogin hamashuach b'shemen asher yashem v'yapomila v'achitzim. It's like a shield that's lathered in oil so that the arrows just completely slide off. They won't pierce through. The musr won't pierce through. They're never going to reach the person. This is exactly what cynicism and skepticism and, and the, the mida of a scoffer does against tochacha and mardus, that what they do against musr against reproof, against that piercing arrow of words that should normally inspire Yiras Hashem. Ki beleitzanas echod, with one word of leitzanas, one word of cynicism, uveschok katan, one little thing that causes laughter, yapil ha'adamelav riboy gadol min ha'asoros, it causes to fall, to falter for a person all the great matters of awakening that can possibly inspire the person. That which the heart would have been inspired by. So, again, one word of Leitzanus, and that can push away hundreds how many more tochachos, words of rebuke that should inspire Yeras Hashem? What apparently emerges from the words of the Ramchal and from these two psukim is that really there are only two options. There are those who fear the word of God. There are those who are inspired by the word of God. And then there are those who simply didn't take it to heart. But there is no alternative. There is nobody who took the words of God to heart and was not inspired by Yira. That is the point. Unless you're shielding yourself with stubbornness and you're lathering yourself with that oil of leitzanus, that cynicism, that snarkiness, that complacency, only then can you hear the word of God and not fear the word of God. If only you would take the matter to heart if you would apply your heart to have that simas halev, like the Ramchal is saying, then of course, who wouldn't fear the word of God? But those are the two options. There's so much we can learn from the makos, from the stubbornness of Paro and his subjects. But right before our very eyes, we see an incredible musr right here before makas barad, and again from the words of the Ramchal. What we can take from this, if nothing else, but to take it to heart and thereby open ourselves to that possibility of Yeras Hashem.